Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Deeper Meeting. My name is Peter Byrne, and I'm here to help young entrepreneurs navigate the challenges of starting out that nobody else is talking about. So if you're someone who's tired of feeling like your idols are unrelatable and out of touch, and you're ready to hear about real challenges and how to overcome them, then you're going to want to listen in. Check this out. Today, I'd like to give an extra special shout out to my boy, Jake Virginia. Jake and I have been friends way back since high school. Uh, we've been through a lot together. We went through our bachelor's and our master's degree. We went through hell in a graduate assistantship. Uh, so we've shared a lot of memories, some good, some great, some shit, but that's okay. So big shout out to Jake. He is an absolute master at what he does. If you're looking for somebody who just excels and who just has more knowledge than he knows what to do with, especially in the health and wellness field, go check out Jake. I'm gonna leave all of the links to his stuff below so you can see exactly what he's up to. And this episode is sponsored by my brother-in-law who somehow sleeps through literally everything. He's on the other side of the wall right now. He sleeps through the dog barking. He sleeps through me recording these episodes. So big shout out to you, Nick. Thank you for being such a sound sleeper. I'd like to start off today's episode with a small quote. We must all face the choice between what is right and what is easy. E.B. White. Let's face it, one of the biggest questions that comes up, especially when people are just starting out, is what should I do? What is it that I should pursue? What should I pick? What do I want to do? I want to work on all of these different things. How do I work on all of them? Should I work on all of them? And I get it. It's really hard to pick. But hopefully throughout this episode, I'll be able to break down how to pick, and not only how to pick, but why we have this question in the first place. And you'll be able to use these tips that I'm about to share with you to answer that question and finally start moving forward. The first step that we take toward achieving any goal or solving any problem is to become more aware of that problem. It's to dive a little bit deeper and find the root cause of the problem to find exactly where it is coming from. Now, the way that I see it is there are really two possibilities here. The first is that we are unable to choose because we are afraid of picking because what comes after picking is that you have to perform and we are afraid of our inability to perform or our inadequacies. Now, the other possibility, but I think this is a stretch to be totally honest with you, is because you genuinely want to do so many things that it is hard to pick which thing. Now, honestly, if we think about that a little bit further, because I get it, in fact, I've used that excuse myself. Well, I could do anything. There's so much out there. I'm intelligent. I can figure it out. I could be a doctor, a scientist, a podcaster, an entrepreneur, and richer than Bill Gates, all while maintaining a, you know, chiseled six-pack and 
doing all of this amazing stuff, being the most perfect person in the world. I could do it all, but can I? And I guess what it comes down to, right, is if you, if you kind of break that down even a little further, if you genuinely want to do something and you're not afraid, what's stopping you from doing it? So the way I see it is no matter what, if you're not doing something, what we run into at the end of that road every time is fear. You are afraid of something. And that's okay. Fear happens. Fear is very normal. And I think we all experience fear. And it's not something you just get over. Fear is not something you get over once, especially. But something you have to continue to overcome throughout your journey. My initial instinct when I started to ask this question, really before I sat down to consider it, before I sat down to really think about all of the possibilities, my instinct was to start piecing together theoreticals. So I was doing a lot of different things. I was trying to maintain a strong relationship. I was trying to advance in my career. I was trying to start the podcast. I was trying to go to the gym four times a week and eat healthy and maintain a strong relationship also with my friends. I was trying to do a lot of different things. That's And of course, that's only at a high level and not breaking down each of the subtasks that go into each of those, you know, high level tasks. And so I started to do this. I started to, to theoretically assume and make the question or ask the questions, well, what would my life look like if I only did this or if I only did this? Or what would my life look like if I didn't do this, if I didn't have this? And because as I may have spoken about in a previous episode, I have struggled. I shouldn't say struggled. I have been an avoidant person in my relationship, my love relationship in particular. And so one of my you know, immediate instincts, especially when I'm stressed and overwhelmed, is to back away, to start to avoid, and in particular, start to ask the question, well, what if I wasn't in this relationship to begin with? Or what if I wasn't in this career to begin with? Or what if I just didn't do a podcast anymore because it's hard as hell and I'm tired and scared and afraid? Now, it's okay to ask those questions, but here's the truth. At the end of the day, you're never going to find your answer that way. Unless you're able to predict the future, you cannot answer the question with theoreticals. You can't take something and just assume that life will be so different if you stop doing something or start doing something. There is always going to be that question of maybe it will be better or maybe it will be worse. Whatever you're doing right now, the combination of things, the combination of projects and pursuits that you are undergoing right now, maybe they're all seamlessly working together to get you exactly where you need to go and want to go faster or at the right pace. Faster isn't always better. Everybody's on a different journey and a different trajectory to whatever space that they're looking to get into. Before I go any further, I do want to just give a little disclaimer. Like I said a little earlier, Fear is something that we have to continually 
get over and overcome. Similarly, this question of, am I on the right path? How do I choose what to do? Those questions will always come up in life. And there will always be other opportunities for you. And you'll always be able to stop and start something new. So in no way, shape, or form am I going to sit here and say, I have mastered and overcome this question. Instead, I will tell you that I am consistently working on this question, on answering it, on fine-tuning my desires and the things that I want to focus on and the things that I want to look back on in five or ten years and be proud of myself for doing. In the same way, you should approach this question through the lens of this, whatever, whatever you're stuck on, whatever you aren't doing or you are doing, whatever it is that you are deciding between, this is only one time. So after you do this once, maybe tomorrow you'll have to do it again. Maybe next year, maybe next week, you will have to do this again. So just like, I mean, really, just like anything else, we have to make this decision not once, but many times. And so you have to be prepared and go into this understanding that nothing is a one-time fix and nothing will set you on the right course forever. You have to develop that discipline and you have to develop that ability, that skill, to keep yourself on the course that you want to stay on. And it's okay if that course changes so long as it is still the course that you truly and genuinely want to stay on. Not moving with the tides because we have to be resilient. Not swaying with the wind. We have to be able to both pick something that we truly want and also let go of things that we don't want anymore. The things that are keeping us from developing and from improving and from moving forward in life. Now, with that said, I'd like to share a couple of thoughts with you. And we'll start with the simplest first and work our way up to some progressively more complex thoughts. So let's get the easier ones out of the way, because I think they're very straightforward and almost just reminders, not so much ground or earth-shaking business here, just simple reminders. Number one, if you don't do anything, if you continue to maintain this level of indecisiveness, if you continue to be inactive, you will get nowhere. Okay? Number two, by doing nothing, by staying in this inactivity, you are keeping your gifts from the world and you are keeping yourself down. And if you are the person who is keeping yourself down, and if not even you are allowing yourself to move forward, then we're going to have a lot of problems. So it's of the utmost importance that you can get a handle on this kind of stuff because it's going to allow you to just absolutely launch and leap forward rather than claw toward the goals that you have. So what is the opposite? I guess this is always a, a really important tactic. When you hear a quote or a saying or a thought, whatever you want to call it, what I like to do is I like to play the contrast game. So if the quote says something like, do not, then say the opposite do. So if it's telling you, do not do this, 
ask yourself, okay, what is what would it look like if I did this, right? So you just take it and you flip it. You completely contrast the saying. It just deepens your understanding of exactly what they mean, and it allows you to apply your own kind of thoughts to to that saying, to that quote. So number one, if you don't do anything, you get nowhere. Okay, let's flip it. If you do something, you'll get somewhere. And I don't know about you, but getting somewhere feels a lot better than going nowhere. So we can just simply start and go somewhere rather than doing nothing and getting nowhere. Okay, number two, you're keeping your gifts from the world and you're holding yourself back from progressing. So let's contrast this one. You're keeping your gifts from the world. What would it look like if you were bringing your gifts to the world? How would it feel for you? How would it be for those around you? Let that just sink in for a second. Consider where you are right now in this inactivity and then consider what it would look like and what it would feel like if you were bringing all of your gifts and delivering that to the world. A little more powerful. And then we have, you're holding yourself back from progressing. Well, shit. All right, let's flip it. You are progressing. Doesn't sound perfect, right? Maybe we'd like to excel, accelerate, not just progress, but hey, you are progressing. That's better than doing absolutely nothing and being stagnant. So just, just consider that contrast. Consider where you are and where you can be because you can be where you want to be and just allow that to sink in and kind of deepen your understanding of exactly what those two things mean. All right, number three is, is really a question to ask yourself. And this ties back around to the fear and excuses that we tend to make surrounding this question. Um, and that is we're afraid of choosing the wrong thing or pursuing something that we won't actually enjoy and we won't actually want to do. And so really the question is, how long does it take you to decide if you've actually enjoyed something or that you actually enjoy something and you would like to continue? Let's just think about that for a second. Truthfully, if you're anything like me, it doesn't take that long to decide that something is wrong for you. Probably within 10 hours of starting something, I can already tell that I'm either going to enjoy the process or I'm going to absolutely loathe and hate it. So does it take longer? I guess this is the, the full package question. Does it take you longer to try something and decide whether or not you enjoy it than it does to actually decide on your two choices. So we'll have to put this into play here. I have two choices. I can either, let's make it really simple, start a podcast or start a blog. Does it take me longer to start my podcast and decide that I hate it 
than it does for me to sit there and weigh the pros and the cons and create these theoreticals about what I would enjoy more or what would bring me more followers or what would be potentially more lucrative, right? So it might take me two months of me just sitting on my hands, doing nothing, trying to quote unquote, make this decision. Or it might take me two blog posts or maybe like three hours to actually sit down and do that and decide, hmm, I don't really want to spend my whole time or my all of my days writing blog posts. I actually think I might try podcasting because I like to talk. And then I start a podcast and then I start talking. And then I realize, wow, I definitely enjoy this way more than I enjoy writing a blog post. I know it sounds so silly and simple, but we have to break these things down into the simplest form sometimes to... to able to get over them right it's like if you took a stair and that stair is 10 feet tall and and you're looking at this stair and you're like how the heck am i going to get over this stair i mean if you're not like me who's just a born athlete and can just do a triple backflip over it how are you going to get over this stair you just shrink the stair yeah we have magical powers here we can just shrink that stair and so if we just shrink that seemingly large issue into something really small, it's a lot easier to step over it. So just a little lesson for you in the future. Sometimes you got to shrink things down so you can just step over it. It's not that big a deal. Okay, awesome. And that brings us to number four. Now, number four is going to take a little bit of consideration and thought for you. It's not so much a rhetorical question that I think we all agree on. It's going to be very personal and subjective to your own life. So the question is, what do you want out of doing this thing? What is it that you'd like to get from it? What, what will it bring to your life? What will it give you? What will it do for you? Now, I know in a previous episode, we talked about these things. We talked about intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. Well, it comes back again, because that's what we're all about here is finding what's going to motivate us and what's going to move us forward. Simon Sinek always says, start with why. So why do you want to do this thing in the first place? Why do you want to go to the gym? Do you want to go to the gym because you genuinely are interested in becoming a healthier individual? Or do you want to go to the gym because you want big biceps and you want chiseled abs or a bigger butt for my ladies? Because that's what the world says you should do. Well, depending on your answer, I think you can make your decision. One, go for it. The other, maybe it's not the thing you should be spending your time on because you don't care. So let's have a little fun. Let's do a little exercise here. I want you to take out a piece of paper and a pen. And I, I get it. You might be driving. That's okay. Later on, I want you to take out a piece of paper and a pen. And I want you to write down all of the things that you're trying to juggle in life right now. All of the things that you're maybe trying to decide between. And I just want, just list them out. Just do a total brain dump. And after you list them out, you can have a little fun with this. I want you to, do, to either write it down or just consider whatever works best for you. However you learn best and however you consider these things best. You can either write down or just think. What is it that you'd like to get out of said thing or said things? Why do you want to do them in the first place? And really, what do they mean to you? 
So I'm going to break down a couple of things from my perspective in my personal life, uh, just to kind of give you an idea. So a couple of the things that are most important to me in life is my relationship with my girlfriend, my hustle here on this podcast, the gym slash exercise and being healthy, and then um, my career, right? So I do work a full-time job, work about 60, 70 hours a week, and then I do all of these things on top of it. Now, these are things I have to make a conscious choice to focus on. And the big struggles that I have is I also want to do other things, like I want to connect more spiritually. I would like to get back into meditation. Um, I would like to plan out my days a little bit better, and I'd like to uh, read and learn a bit more than I get to. And, you know, rather than by doing, literally by sitting down and reading a book, I, I don't get to do that as often as I'd like. I'd also like to start a YouTube channel about a couple of ideas that I have that I think I would actually enjoy. Um, and maybe, you know, throw out some more Instagram content or some LinkedIn content and grow my network on LinkedIn. And there are a lot of things that I would like to do that I'm not currently pursuing and I'm actively making decisions in my life on what I'm willing to kind of trade off and, and take away a little bit from in order to try some other things. Now, here's the thing. A while back, I made the decision that I'm going to focus on my health, my relationships, and my money. So in order to do those things, these are, these are kind of the, the primary or primary pursuits that I'm willing to take on. So the gym, we'll just, we'll just start and I'll go through a couple of them just to show you the exercise a bit more. The gym, why do I want to go to the gym? The gym has been a huge part of my life and has made a huge difference in my life. In fact, I wouldn't be sitting here today doing this podcast if it wasn't for the gym. The, the gym has literally changed my life completely. It was the origin story. Back in high school, I was a really small guy. Like I, I went into high school, I was five foot one and 110 pounds. All right, so I stayed that height and that weight for about two years through my freshman and sophomore year. Now, fast forward a little bit to junior year, that, that summer going into junior year, I grew about five inches and I gained about 20 pounds. All right, I was still very skinny. Mind you, 130 pounds, five foot seven, very skinny. And I found in the gym so much enjoyment about, about the improvements that I was able to make, how, how it made me feel, the confidence that it gave me. And so I've made it a point, and I will always make it a point, to go to the gym, not only for the health purposes that it brings me, but for the emotional and mental strength that it gives me as well. I also look at the gym as being a building block. It's it's a foundational thing that that needs to be in my life. And and I don't want to I should change the word gym to health because it's not just going to the gym, it's taking my walks. It's eating well. Uh, it's playing sports and basketball, etc. to to uh, stay conditioned. It's lifting weights in the gym. It's it's being active and living a healthy lifestyle. That is just to me foundational. And without that, whenever I stop that, I, I feel more stuck and, and less able 
to continue pursuing the things that I like and the things that I want to do. And so the gym, that's my why, right? The gym will always be a part of my life because it is so critically important for me and so foundational toward doing other things in my life that I want to do. Now, number two, and I'm, I'm going to use my relationship here, and this will be the, the last one that I do because you guys will eventually figure out why I enjoy podcasting so much. I'll probably talk about that quite a bit on this podcast. My relationship. Why do I prioritize my relationship in my life? Well, no matter what we think, no matter what theoreticals we throw around, and, and I've thrown around my fair share of well, if I didn't have a relationship, I'd have more money to do this and this because I wouldn't be going out on dates all the time or buying flowers or doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah, okay, sure, that's fine. But anyway, like I said, we're not into theoreticals. We don't want to talk theoreticals. We want to talk truth. We want to break it down and be realistic and objective as possible about these things. So why do I prioritize my relationship? Well, I genuinely enjoy being with my girlfriend. I genuinely enjoy the conversations we have. Um, she brings a lot of fun and excitement into my life. And she brings a, a sense of, of peace and comfort um, that I, I don't often get to enjoy otherwise. So realistically, if it wasn't for my girlfriend, I'd have no social life and I would never relax. She literally forces me to take some time for myself and to be a normal human being for a little while. And again... And this isn't the only reason, this, that sounds silly, but that's a big piece of, of why I enjoy my relationship so much. Um, if it wasn't for that permission that she gives me to just wind down, relax, hang out with friends, be a normal human once in a while, uh, if it wasn't for that, I'd probably be struggling and, and suffering a bit uh, because I, I'd probably be, be very lonely Oh, I'm doing theoreticals. We shouldn't do that. But I guess the bottom line is, uh, I, I have to keep it. I have to keep it into in in the realm of what I know, right? And what I know is those things make me feel better, and they make me more able to do other things in life that I want to do and pursue other things in life that I want to pursue. Um, she's a wonderful person, and I've worked very hard on the relationship. And so for me, it's very important that I I continue to put in that effort and that work to make it as good and as strong as possible. Because I think there's a lot in this world that we're missing, uh, especially when it comes to relationships. I think myself included, uh, we fail a lot when it comes to relationships. And I don't see a lot of, of really great role models out there. And, and I think it's, it's critically important for us as human beings, to be able to develop connection and strong relationships. And I'd really, really always like to be a part of that. I, I believe so wholeheartedly in relationships, in the power of relationships, in, in the strength that you have together as a couple, right? Because it's not always about like me and always about her. It's like it can be about us and, and we can be together. And sometimes doing things together can just accelerate and, and make you move faster or farther. Um, so again, relationship, my relationship is very important to me. And so that is my why on relationships. 
So if as you're thinking about these things that you're considering, as you as you consider what you'd like to pursue and double down on and make a priority in your life, you should be asking yourself that question of like, what do I want out of this thing? What does this bring me in my life? How does it benefit me and move me closer to my goal? Uh, I, I'm, I know I've touched on this and I'll probably get even deeper into this in a future episode, but having a five-year plan or vision and a 10-year plan or vision is really important. It allows you to define who you'd like to be in 10 years from now or five years from now. And you're able to put yourself in that lens. And this way you can kind of do a retrospective and look back, right? Imagine yourself looking back on your life in five or 10 years and, and just whatever, what is your gut telling you that you would be most proud of and most uh, happy that you've stuck with, right? So I think, I think that's a really important lens to look through as you're prioritizing these things, as you're choosing what it is you'd like to pursue. All right, so I, I hope some of those questions and some of those thoughts help you frame where you are uh, between the, the things that you're considering of doing in your life, the things that you're considering to make a larger piece of your life or projects that you're looking to take on. Now, I'll give you one other, one other piece of advice, one other tip that you can use, one other strategy that I have used and will continue to use for the rest of my life that really helps me in this area. And that is just playing the waiting game. That's at least what I like to call it. Sometimes you just have to stop. We spend all of our time trying and trying and trying and trying and pushing. And sometimes we just need to stop. So what I like to do when I'm feeling really stuck and indecisive in my life is I like to just stop everything. I'm not allowed to record any podcast episodes. I'm not allowed to go to the gym. I'm not allowed to spend a lot of time with my girlfriend, although she hates when I do that. I'm not really allowed to do any of the things that I'm juggling, that I'm considering between, right? Now, this goes back to my focused framework as well that I've shared a couple of times. I will include that link again below uh, in the show notes so you can check it out completely free. My point is I, I cut out all of the things in my life. I, I cut out the distractions and I cut out my priorities. And I literally just kind of sit there and do nothing. I, I do the bare minimum of what I have to do, right? You're really not allowed to just do nothing. That's not how life works. You still have to work or put food on the table somehow. You still have to say hello to your girlfriend. Otherwise, that won't turn out very well for you. But I bring it all back. I do nothing. And I just sit there. And I ask myself the question, what is starting to get to me right now? What is weighing on me? What's, what's giving me that little itch? It's like, hey, I want to do this. And I'm like, no. And then the next day, it's a little louder. Hey, I want to do this. And I'm like, no. And it just progressively gets louder and louder until it's freaking screaming in your face that you want to do it. Well, hey, it's probably a good indication that you really actually enjoy doing that and you want to do that. Right? So what are those things that give you that itch if you're doing nothing at all? What is it that you actually want to do? Those are always great indicators. Because I'll tell you this much, what I really, really want to do when I'm doing nothing 
isn't sit there on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube for 12 hours a day. It's doing stuff like this. It's developing myself, my relationship, my podcast. It's improving in some way, shape, or form. And if you have that true entrepreneurial spirit, I think that'll be the same for you. So sometimes just give yourself the permission to stop and do nothing at all and just see what starts to get to you. And finally, I'm going to leave you with this thought. You have a limited amount of energy. Energy is a non-renewable resource. You have a finite, and, and when I say energy, I, I don't mean level of awake, awakeness or alertness. I mean, you've got a tank of energy that lasts your lifetime. You've only got that much to give to the world. You've only got that much to give to yourself and to those around you. What is worth your energy? What makes you feel more alert and awake and ready, willing to continue pursuing these things? What, like what, you know how when I talked about the gym, it's like that building block. It, it gives me more energy to give more energy to other things in life that I want to do. What are those building blocks for you? What are you willing to spend your energy on? What fuels the rest of the pursuits in your life? So as you continue to ask yourself these questions, as you continue to improve and bring your gifts to this world, I would ask you to just be very protective about that energy that you have. What's worth your energy? What are you going to put that energy toward to make the world a better place? How are you going to utilize that gift of energy that you have to give to make a big difference for those around you? And just remember that quote that we started with today, right? We must face the choice between what is right and what is easy. So make the right choice for yourself. It's not always easy. It's not always the path most traveled. It's not always what everybody else seems to think is important. Make the right choice for you. And once you do, just watch as everything starts to fall into place and your impact and your influence just starts to exponentially grow. There you have it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. I always have so much fun recording these and, and sharing this with you. Uh, I hope you have just as much fun listening and you get to learn so much from what I have to share. So please write to me and let me know what your thoughts are. Ask me any questions that you have or clarifications that you want from the topics that I talk about. Tell me about some of the things that you're going through in your life and some of the things that you want me to cover during these episodes. Or let me know if you want to come on and talk about them in front of everybody and kind of share your thoughts on some of these topics. I would love to have some of you on as guests. As always, if you got a lot out of this, share it with somebody who feels stuck in their lives or needs to decide on what to do. If you got value, they will get value as well. And you can be a leader in their life and a force of change for them just by doing something as simple as sharing a link. Please go over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and review. That's still the only place 
that I know of anyway, that you can leave reviews and ratings for a podcast. It'll help me immensely in getting out to more people. So I really do appreciate any feedback, any thoughts that you have. I'm always looking to improve, always looking to make this much, much better. And everything that you share with me helps me to do just that. So I appreciate you all so much. Thank you again for listening. And remember, my friends, stay decisive.